Last week, the Supreme Court ruled to overturn Roe v. Wade. In my initial reaction, I said, hot girl summer's canceled. I'll admit, probably not the best use of words. And I caught a lot of flack for this in the comments with accusations of misogyny and not having the right to speak on this topic. But what I didn't explain was where the idea actually came from. I didn't make it up. Now, anyone that's listened to Hot Girl Summer or just took a few minutes to read the lyrics, you'd find that Hot Girl Summer is really an anthem for hookup culture. But now that Roe v. Wade's overturned, the hype and anticipation for trips to South Beach, the 1,200-calorie diet a day, two a days in the gym with thirst traps to go along are now coming to an end. And it's being replaced with some interesting TikToks sharing their disappointment with this new ruling. So in this video, we'll be reacting to some of those videos as well as a new counter-narrative to hookup culture on TikTok. Bruce Lawn. Insider is reporting. It says women on TikTok say hookup culture will be absolutely decimated and that's their words not mine the, the counter side to this is fascinating we're going to get into it. so in case you're a man who doesn't care about roe v way just know if abortion gets banned hookup culture will be decimated what woman would have mediocre sex with a drunk rando if he could potentially father their child what woman would have relations with a rando if he could father their child all right, let's let's keep looking. Since about 75% of men only care about SEX and money, I hope they know that this Roe decision could destroy hookup culture and leave them paying 18 years of child support. So she's saying you're going to have to pay child support and it's going to decimate hookup culture. Oh, there's another one. There's, there's a ton of these, by the way. Like these aren't these are not rare. These, it's 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 wild. So let's keep going. To all the men who don't care about Roe v. Wade legislation, just know that if Roe v. Wade is overturned, heterosexual hookup culture, I think it's funny that she had to distinguish that, heterosexual hookup culture will disintegrate. <laughs> it will disintegrate. Okay, okay, hold on. Why would we risk letting someone who runs on Hot Pockets and Jewel Pods father our children? <laughs> Do we not see the irony here? Why, why would you let someone, why would you let someone who's functioning off of Hot Pockets and Jewel run through you, sister? Why would you do that? Why, why, would, you, why would you allow them to, to have access to your, you know, your, 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 pri your private parts? I don't, under I don't understand. I don't understand. So I think this is so, uh, so hilarious that they're throwing these threats up. This is it. Hookup culture is done. It's a wrap. We're done. Men, right? You, you, you need to step up for this thing. And this is, by the way, this stuff is all over TikTok. I want to point to something, though, that's even more fascinating, which is the response, secular response. Non, these are not Christians. Secular response to hookup culture from other women who are like, yeah, um, no. Okay? So let's let's check this out. Hopefully, um, I could play some of these for you. So this is a Newsweek article. Your discretion is advised if you're, you know, if, if you're not allowed to have grown-up conversations, that's okay. So check this video out. Single women continuing uh, to participate in hookup culture even though it's never benefited us. Right? And it's the Andre 3000 song playing. But can we talk about this one? Because hookup culture can definitely be a scam that not many women are actually aware of. In my opinion, hookup culture is being advertised women to be a lot more enjoyable than it really is for us. So her point one is, it's a scam, and it's being advertised as being a lot more enjoyable for women than it really is, okay? And then she's going to tell us why. It's a phenomenon I knew nothing about. I'm going to tell you why I knew nothing about. Listen to what she says next. Don't get me wrong. I am very much pro-ho, and I support women getting their lives as they should, okay? So it's not working out for you. It's not in favor of women. However, she's pro-HOE. 
You make that make sense for me. But listen to what she says next. But the unfortunate reality is for men who are engaged in hookups with males, most ain't getting their lives at all. Because when we factor in the old gap, as well as most males having internalized misogyny and how they view women, yeah, most of us are not having an enjoyable experience. So this is called the O-gap. Let me define what this is for you guys. All right? The O-gap is the gap between women getting a, trying to use PG-13 words, a release or a climax in the exchange of hookup culture versus men who always climax. Okay? So just think about this for a second. (laughs) She's saying this isn't working out for us because, well, you know, there's this thing where you can't, you can't, experience pleasure because most dudes are just smashing through girls and have no desire to have any type of emotional connection who would have thought who would have thought who would have thought that the old gap theory would be a thing yet the sentence before that she says that she's pro hoe i'm gonna be very very transparent with you guys here i've been married 14 years two kids okay we have a calendar we have a schedule Here's the thing, as a married man, and hopefully every married man in here, every married man in here, you should have this mentality. Take care of your woman first. You take care of your woman first. I'm not going to go into details, okay? But you take care of your woman first. Ladies first. Hopefully we're all on the same page here. That's the way I always roll. All the guys in my life, that's how we roll. The woman gets taken care of first. Okay, I, I hate to let me let's just go back. Let's go back and watch some more of this. Cause this is this is this is just I feel like a I feel like I'm a research student. Unfortunately, hookup culture is where women can experience being objectified the most. You don't say! You don't say casual encounters. With men that are not in a committed relationship with you will position you to be objectified the most. You, 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 you don't say. Huh. Oh, gosh. Women can experience hooking up with guys who only see women as an apparatus to fulfill his own needs and pleasures. Women can get with guys who don't see her as a whole person and don't take her pleasure into consideration at all. Or they get with guys who don't value her beyond the bedroom. So if you want a ho-ho, but ask some really important questions. No, 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 no. Don't, don't ho. No! Stop it! Stop it! Stop doing that! You're you're you have more value. You your your body and in your and your value is more than just what you can offer a human body. You you have so much more worth than to just be out here thotting around, ladies. No, don't do this. This is not the path to flourishing. This is not this is not how you live your life. Stop it. You would think <laughs> this would be common sense. You would think this would be common sense. Let's keep watching. Does he value and consider you and your pleasure? Is he trustworthy and safe for you and your body? Is he dependable and trustworthy outside the bedroom? You know what alleviates? Uh, hold on. We're, we're going to come back to that thought. Okay, there's another one. Check this one out. This is... I'm mind blown. So I no longer casually sleep with people. Um, and... I want to discuss this here because um, every time I bring this topic up to my friends and um, discuss my opinion, everyone seems to have a variety of different opinions about it. And um, 
for me personally, I feel like hookup culture um, has become very toxic and hookup culture has become very toxic can be pretty hurtful to a lot of people you don't say i guess i'm just going to kind of explain um, why i've made the decisions that i've made and why i feel the way that i do if you're in my family skip this video please Listen, this is how you know, you know, this is how you know you're off. Look, look, I'm going to be honest with you. When my nephews, nieces are around that are like, there is no skip. No, like we finna have grown up conversation. This is how you know you're off when you got to hide stuff from your family. Tell your family not to watch it. Disclaimer, I am not telling anyone how you should live your life. No, tell them, tell them how you, how they should live their life based on your mistakes. Tell them, preach what you practice. You learn the hard way. You learned it by falling on your face and discovering that, oh, maybe, well, maybe this ain't such a good idea. Letting random dudes just, you know, randos at the, what do they say, drunk randos who live off of jewel and, <laughs> right? Like, no, tell them, preach what you practice. Preach what you practice. I think we'd be in a much better society because here's the thing, and, and, and you guys know there's there's three types of knowledge. So the first one is propositional types of knowledge. Okay, propositional knowledge. This is systemically, uh, this is systematically documented. This is in writing. This is FAQ instructions. These are like books, right? This is data-driven knowledge. Okay, data-driven knowledge. Now the second type of knowledge is the procedural. This is the implicit type of knowledge. This is where like explicit knowledge becomes applied. You have information and then you apply it. So therefore, you know the information. Okay. Then you got learned skills or know-how. So this is like learning how to weld, learning how to edit a video, right? This is procedure. You could watch and, and, and watch all the YouTube videos you want about editing a video and story, but you don't know how to edit a video until you actually get in there and start editing. Okay. Then there's wisdom. So this is knowledge applied. It's wisdom, right? Then there's problem solving. And then the third one, which is, which is ex experimental tacit knowledge, which is informal, but personal. Okay. This is like understood without being said. This is learned over time. This is stuff that's shown through emotional intelligence. And so here's the issue with our society is that our society acts like this is the only type of knowledge you can have. The society acts like everything has to be tacit knowledge that you learn through experience and falling on your face. But the issue is some things you should be able to learn from the mistakes of others. And, and if you've made mistakes, you should preach what you practice to course correct correct your mistakes because that helps other people avoid those things. It's the ancient old thing, right? There's a person that can learn from their mistakes, but a wise person can learn from the mistakes of others. So my proposition to you is if we're going to take the first type of knowledge, which is informational, okay, I understand that overall women and men tend to be more sexually satisfied if they have a smaller body count. Uh, uh, Will Chamberlain said, I've, I've been with a thousand women, but I'd rather, I'd rather have intimate relationship with one woman a thousand times. That is more fulfilling. If we know this, meaning that you know that I can listen to wheelchair, I can ladies, you can listen to these ladies and be like, oh yeah, duh, hookup culture isn't in my best interest. Why? Because most men are debaucherous, gross dudes that just want to smash through you because that's what's happened and they've been conditioned by PORN and society. So if that's the case, maybe I shouldn't just casually hook up with men because it's not in my best interest. You shouldn't need to go down and fall on your face to learn this and only experience tacit knowledge. 
mistakes. You should be able to learn from the mistakes of others. You should be able to learn from gathering information and say, okay, wow, okay, there's some data I got from here, and let me apply this so that I don't do the same things and I don't fall on my face in the same way. A lot of us need to preach what we practice. You've learned some things through the trauma and through the suffering in your life. These ladies have, but they still want to preface it in this like, well, I don't want to tell anyone what to do. Tell them what to do. You was out here running around in these streets and now you regret it and, 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 and tell the other women they're going to regret it so that they don't have to make the same mistakes and or potentially catch some sort of disease or have a baby, right? This is not unreasonable to hold these positions. So when you look at, at scripture and you look at what Ephesians 5 says, right? That, that the man is to love his wife the way Christ loved the church, laying down his life for her. That that's a covenantal marriage and where there's protection and where I'm willing to lay down my life and my dreams and what I want out of life for the sake of my wife, for the sake of my family. That's a covenantal marriage relationship unique to the metaphor of Jesus in the church. That's duh. So why don't we, why don't we preach this more? Why is everything, well, your truth is my truth. It's like, you can't have a, but you can't be in this bizarre postmodernistic world and then having learned this stuff and not willing to preach what you practice. And so that's the hilarious part about all this is you got, you got society saying, Hey, well, you know, this is death is decimated. We're decimated. The world. Okay. Yeah. We're, we're like, they think we're sad that this is like, yes, praise God. On the second, on the other side is, is you got a lot of women who've gone down this road and are telling you there's nothing fulfilling here. There's nothing here for you. On top of which, this is a lot of the nonsense that's being preached in the colleges. This is a lot of nonsense that, that that's being preached by, by these quote unquote thought leaders, the entire sex positivity movement. Fam, cut it out. Okay? There's a reason why God designed us the way he did. There's a reason why he designed us for covenantal relationship. And that part of our life is to be saved and, 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 and guarded for that specific area. And in that area, goodness gracious, you could have all the fun you want. And it's more fulfilling and you know each other. I'm not trying to get like R-rated. When you're in a covenantal marriage and I'm 14 years in and I could promise you this. I could promise you this. If you plan your life out with a little bit of wisdom. Your, 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 your SEX experience, your intimacy experience will only improve with time. It'll only, cause you learn each other's bodies. You know what you like, you know what you don't like, right? You, you could, you could try stuff. You, right. <laughs> it's, and so like, yo, we don't, you don't always have to learn from experience. Some of you just need to listen and say, yeah, I'm not fun to put my hand on a stove. Some of you need to see the red flags in the, in the relationships that you're dealing with and go, you know what? I don't need to learn from my own mistakes. I can learn from the mistakes of someone else. How about just apply what the scriptures prescribe and, and, and use some wisdom? So I found this entire thing hilarious. I found it hilarious that people like came at me personally. Like I was just out here, uh, thought shaming or whatever you call it, right? Like, no, this is what TikTok is saying. TikTok is telling you the hot girl summer's over. TikTok is saying that that the hookup culture is decimated. TikTok is saying, why would I, well, why would I sleep with a guy that I don't want to have a baby with? Yeah. That's the point. Why would you? You shouldn't. How about you reserve that for when you want to have that ex- encounter and that experience in your life? These are reasonable ideas. 
that have been taught throughout thousands of years we've lived this way. Again, this is a lot of this is a, is a, is a byproduct of the SCX revolution. It's a byproduct of fourth wave feminism. It's a byproduct of all kinds of manipulating we've done with the way we've restructured our society. Patriarchy's bad. You know, women are being told you can be a, a, a bad B-I-T-C-H while at the same time pretending like women don't know how their own bodies work. Like, those, it, I would be upset too if I was a young woman with all these conflicting messages. I'm supposed to be an independent bad B who's not supposed to depend on men. However, I'm supposed to find myself and my sexuality. However, we're going to pretend like I don't understand how my body works with regards to these things. Fam, I don't, I mean, listen, maybe this is, maybe, maybe we're an outlier, but we waited six years before we had our first son and another six years before we had our daughter Zoe. And guess what? We, we, there was no birth control involved. We were just using tracking cycles and using barrier methods. And maybe that maybe we're anomalies. Maybe we're just the exception to the rule, and, and we're, we're just brilliant and understand how biology works. Maybe that's an exception to us. I don't know. Let me know what you guys think. If you guys want to hear my extended thoughts on the whole Roe v. <laughs> I keep saying thoughts and it's throwing me off. If you want to hear my extended thoughts on the entire Roe v. Wade situation, click over here or here. Check it out. Uh, I'll see you over there, all right? Peace.